guys and welcome back to another episode of Lids and Daz. My name is Lydia. My name is Dara. And if you're coming here for the first time, we usually pick our topics out of this bowl. So if we seem like we don't know what we're talking about. It's because we it's don't. Because five minutes ago, we actually didn't know what we were going <laughs> to talk about. But yeah, today it'll be... <laughs> Open that in such an interesting way. Uh- Purpose slash over planning. Nice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Guys, I've come a long way. I never used to throw that thing. So Proudy. That's my own development. Okay. Purpose slash over planning. And I guess when we were writing this question, sorry for army, <laughs> um, we were thinking about okay, what room do you leave for God directing your life in a sense of, you know what you want to do. I'm the type of person who I'll plan five year, my five-year plan, my 10-year plan, my 20-year plan. And if somebody now comes along and is like, let's just shift this a little bit, literally pull the hair out of my head. But, um, you know, as a Christian, you kind of have to leave that room for God to almost be like, actually, I'm taking care now. Actually, you're doing that now. So, Yeah, where do we create this balance, as Dara always likes to say? Just need to find a balance. You know, between over planning, being prepared, you know what I mean? Because you don't want to just sit there aimlessly and be like, God, what am I doing today with this Thursday? Like, so, yeah, where do we create this balance of leaving room for God to direct us, knowing your purpose in him and what he wants you doing, and planning? I think... You'd be great to answer to, the question. <laughs> where do you find the balance between like purpose? Okay, let me reshift the okay. question. Yeah. Do you place more weight on knowing what you want to do or obvious the answer's kind of obvious. I'm gonna feed on it there. I was gonna say, or knowing what God wants you to do. <laughs> um yeah, well, I think I think that um, you can't lean too much either way. I don't want to say too much either way because, <laughs> like, it's good to have an idea of what you want to do. It's good to have some sort of vision in your life for where you want to go. But like you were saying, God must be able to interrupt that at any point. Like, it, it shouldn't be, like, a very, very rigid plan. But I don't feel like... Yeah, I feel like it can go both ways where someone is is very rigid in their planning that they must follow that. And if it doesn't go that way, then everything falls apart. Um, or someone just doesn't have ambition, doesn't have like anything. Um, and it's just like, I'll be led. Do you understand? So mm-hmm. I think it's really, really important to find that balance. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> So, okay, now what would happen if, for instance, you were the type of person who um, you really don't know what God is telling you to do right now, Yeah. but you don't want to just like sit. Now, for instance, now you've come out of uni, you've done your degree, or even you're going into uni, you're about to do your degree, and you're really like, God, what am I doing now? What am I doing now? It's getting to a crossroad where it's like, I can't actually wait, if that makes sense, Yeah. where it's like, as much as you really want God to tell you what to do, it's now at a point where you're like, I, I need to do something. Like I need to pick what I'm doing. I need to pick my degree. I need to... Um, I think get that... Get etc. In those, in those times, like, sometimes we often forget that when God doesn't 
lead you like you must do this and this and this doesn't mean that he's not leading you mm -hmm. so like even for me like well when I was I said well <laughs> no I said that <laughs> when, when I was uh in first year I was going into second year and I was doing uh biomed with physiology and when I start off like I just do biomed like there's no physiology it's just biomedical sciences until like year three but then we did a little bit of physiology and I was like I hate I hate it. I don't like it. So I was thinking, okay, so what should I do? So I remember like we were doing stuff on like drugs and like opioids and opiates. And I was like, this interests me. So I told my dad, I was like, I'm going to change my course. I'm going to change my course to biomed pharmacology. And I'm going to do a year in industry as well. And he was like, okay. And I did it. And in that is how I got to where I am. And I have a year placement Oh. by the grace of god i'll graduate undergraduate masters <laughs> and i'll go down the well even if i graduate when i graduate mm. i'm not going to say that that's necessarily the route that i want to go down but that's the plan that i have because of a quote-unquote little decision that i made that god wasn't like dara you must change your <laughs> do you understand but everything works out for the good of those who love the lord so it's literally like what's this be part of that verse and are called according to his plan purpose. There you go. Wow. Oh, so there you go. So, so you're called, do you understand? So it's literally like as long as as long as you are taking decisions with wisdom, with counsel, as long as you're taking decisions and not rushing into them and stuff like that. And still prayerfully, you know, you don't necessarily always have to hear something very, very confirmed that this is the voice of God before you take that step. You can just take that step, trusting that God's got you mm -hmm. and he'll lead you down the path. And anyway, by the mercies of God, even if that's not the path he wants you to go down, as long as you stay committed to him, he can always veer you down where you need to go. So that's why I'm an advocate of like taking a step of actually taking into account your situation. If you don't like where you are, you can do like, if you need a job, you can go work at like, I don't know, Tesco. Do you understand? Like, mm. no, like that doesn't mean that the trajectory of your life is going to Shit. change and like, you'll never get to where you are. God always takes into account these little things in getting you to where you need to be. Literally. Um, and I was even going to just add to that is we have the Holy Spirit as well. And the Bible says that we'll be led with peace in the Ooh. sense of it. You never have to have God blank out in the, I always say like that appear in smoke, come down in the clouds yeah. and point you in the direction yeah. what he wants you to go. Sometimes it's just the Holy Spirit guiding your decisions and you not having that unsettling in, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Um, when you have that peace, you know, you're doing the right thing. I guess, let me not speak for God because now if somebody's like, I have the peace to drop out my degree. I'm God. <laughs> don't say Lydia like... said. I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, yeah, no, God will not allow you. He's merciful, as you said, in a sense, to never allow you to throw the whole trajectory off of your path. And God always makes the crooked path straight as well. So he will use your own crookedness to straighten you back to where you were meant to be by God's grace so and then also as well I think that the question I was posing was a little bit silly because I feel like you'll never get to a crossroad where you're like where do I go where do I go where do I go and you don't have first of all time or direction like the, the, there's got to be one of them you know what I mean? Fair. Like you always either kind of know where you need to go or you have the time to pray about it, to decide. I think if you ever get to a point where you're putting pressure on yourself, like I need to, I need to, I need to, it's actually either yourself or the devil trying to trip you into the wrong move. Because yeah. like, 
True. The more like you need to feel like rushed into making a decision is the more often that it is the wrong one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think as well, like don't forsake the gathering of I'm joking. Don't um (laughs) don't forget that people like in the multitude of council there's safety. And so like God often speaks through other people as long as you're willing to seek them out and as long as you're listening, you're willing to listen to them, like for example, Moses. Or as my dad says, Papa Moses. Um, Wait. He, but he always says that. I'm literally like, just call him father. Like, just Papa Moses. I'm like, Papa, yeah. <laughs> Papa. <laughs> so, but Moses, like, when he was leading the children of Israel, like, literally, apparently, there were millions of them. Don't fact check me. I've just heard that somewhere. <laughs> and, like, they would all be coming to him. Like, he would literally sit down. They'd come to him one by one. And he'd be, like, listening to their story of, like, how the wife, like, cheated on the husband. And the wife is like, should I stone him? And he's like, maybe don't stone him. Do you understand? Like, he was one that was giving all of the counsel until his father-in-law came and was like, nah, bro, it's not sustainable. Find people who, you know, Please. can actually, yeah, can yeah. go and do those kind of things. So that, like... Do you know what I mean? Like, so this was still his purpose. It was still his calling and he was still continuing in that path. But because he allowed himself to submit and listen to the voice of his father-in-law, who God was actually speaking through, is how he moved on. So there's always going to be like pivotal points in your life that you just need to listen to advice that will actually lead you down a much better path. Yeah. And I think when it comes to things like over planning and purpose is, I think we put, deadlines on ourselves and pressure on ourselves like I think a lot of the time we say I want to be married by this age I want to have this that and and like a car and this and the next thing by when I'm this age and that age and then when the time is coming there you start feeling like but a lot of the time God maybe didn't even have that for you so even in myself when it comes to things like over planning there's some things that I would have wanted for myself by now that I'm not where I wanted to be but as God would have it I don't feel like any sort of stress or pressure because I know that God is still in control of my life and he's still going to take it and these things need time for instance um if God tells you today he wants you to be an influencer let's say and you get the money from somewhere to buy a camera it takes time to like acquire the skill it takes time to see where God was taking you and a lot of these things are retrospective as well so it's like even where God is taking he, God loves a process I think we always say this as well he loves a pruning process he loves a development process so there's no rush for anything and I think that even in the society we live in people want to be on LinkedIn I hate that I hate it so much because you'll see other people your age I, it's great for networking <laughs> you'll see other people your age posting all their internships all their this and all their that and you feel sometimes like oh maybe I should just be doing this or doing that or the next thing but acknowledging like where am I and where am I meant to be like am I doing like what is staying in my own lane knowing my own bubble and where God wants me going is so beneficial and knowing you have time Jesus's ministry didn't start till he was 30 like can you imagine in that time he was learning he was reading he was studying he was developing and his his own ministry was three years but it was so impactful so it's like god will be developing you for something so it's not to stress out about what am i doing now what's the next move what's the this that i think as well not to despise things like uni and um all the other extracurricular things and things you like to do because they'll always be useful for you at one point my brother is always saying it to me that like 
Because sometimes I'm like, oh, this law thing, if I just drop it one day. But there's skills I've taken from being in uni, from getting yeah. that degree that I will always be able to use. True. Yeah. And I think as well about purpose, like you were saying, like, don't stress about it. Um, I really don't think you need to. Um, because I think as well, like, people are like, what's my purpose? What do I need to do? Da, da, da. Um, but yeah, like you were saying, everything is a process. The next stages of your life, the ne- tomorrow, do you understand? Like, don't worry about tomorrow until it's come. That's in Matthew somewhere. So yeah, I think we really, really don't need to, to stress about these things. And I think the more that we stress, is the more that we realize that actually, you know, that we don't fully trust God. that God yeah, knows what he's doing. Like, it's like, for example, let's say... Uh, yeah, like you're in your car you're, or you're in the car with like your parent, let's say like with your dad and he's driving, 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 driving and you're constantly, where are we going? Where are we going? No, but where are we going? No, but like, are you sure? Are you sure it wasn't that left? No, but maybe it's that right. No, wait. Get out do of the you car. The- do you understand? <laughs> Why are you stressed out, bro? Like, I know what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Or when your dad is carrying you, you're not thinking, oh my God, am I going to fall? Do you understand? Like, just, just rest. Just rest knowing that like as long as you take every single thing as it comes, God will lead you. I think as well, waiting on God is so important like that time like spent with him as well because I think before most major decisions in my life that actually I didn't realize especially when you get told you're going to do something that you don't want to do (laughs) god help us all but like especially when you don't realize it's going to have such a big impact on you is when you need to have that time where you waited on god where he tells you do this he probably won't tell you do this because this that this that this that and that will happen Mm -hmm. but as long as he says do this you need to know that okay fine he said it i'll do it and he's got you know my back as well as i go yeah and then that thing of also being always ready to obey because there's no problem with planning and everything like that but i think for myself i had to get to a point where i was like if god comes today and is like well not comes today as in his second coming but if he comes today and is like lydia drop this drop that can I do it? Yeah. So it's always being in that position. And um, we have a friend called Lemuel. She'll, Aww. I was speaking to her and Lovely. she was saying um, something about, you have to be ready for God to just do with you as he wants to do. Like he has to be able to put you as a pastor today and then put you as like an usher tomorrow or put you working in Burger King today or making you the CEO of something tomorrow. Like you have to be ready to be malleable. Is that the word? Yeah. For God that he will be able to do with you. And that's when he will even direct you in Psalms. It's all about God is talking about, um, though David was writing about how God will instruct you when you're ready to obey the instruction he wants to give. So I think as well, um, I'll find myself, I'll, I'll say to my brother, like, why is God just not telling me about this or that? And, the, and it'll be like, check yourself though, because yeah. if God gives you the answer you do not want, are you ready to take it? True. So you have to always be ready to hear what God wants to say. So sometimes when you're in that place where you're like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Um, you do kind of actually subtly know where you want. True. And God is like, no, I want you, like, you know. So if any of that made sense. I said, yep, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Any final points on overplanning, purpose? Do you know your purpose? <laughs> what a deep question to round up. <laughs> no, I don't. I think, actually, let me not talk too much. No, I don't. Glimpse and pieces. Glimpse and pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say that? Why did you say that? 
glyphs and pieces. Glyphs and pieces. Like, I mean, do you know your purpose? Glyphs and pieces. <laughs> we'll get there. Go to help us, and um, it will be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, thank you again. <laughs> For coming to watch Lids and Dads with us. We really appreciate it. Where are you going? should be... Let me put you on. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I can tell. I actually was. I was running away. <laughs> but I was embarrassed. Oh, my. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm actually going to put you on. Let me put you on. And I'm actually... Let me. You know, do you know the Bible says, let your light so shine before yeah. men that they may see? You're... Let me put you on. Because <laughs> I can't put you on if you don't let me do it. You wow. know, and you have to listen to the song. Just because... hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we went to camp this year, which was according to God's purpose and plan for our lives. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just don't understand anyway. So we learned a song called You Are Good. By David Kencore. Learn a song. I've been with it. You are good. You are kind. We am never me, my spirit man, I'm the Holy Spirit in me. Yeah. I love the song. I'm devoted to your praise. And forever to your name. Hallelujah. But yeah, thank you guys for coming on this journey with us of Lids and Daz. This is like episode (laughs) about 30 now. This girl doesn't like me being cringe. Let me. We appreciate every single one of you guys that are listening to the podcast. Um, Stay with us. (laughs) Social media and all those things as usual. I have been Lydia. I've been Dara. And we have been... Ooh. Grateful for your time. It's the way. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.